Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Would you like to contribute to the conversation? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What condition conversation was in? Jay talking with Bradley Jay. I listen to morning with the sun up. I'm busy. WBZ News Radio 1030. I tune my radio to AM 1030. The radio's all yours now. I talk to a man whose name is Bradley J. Improved my mind in a wonderful way. I just called in to see what condition conversation was in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, what condition conversation was in. It's WBZ, News Radio 1030. It's Jay talking. Thanks for being with us here in the community. We have Susan Myra Bregman here, who has put together a very cool photographic book on neon signs. That's the way you got to do it with neon. There's no point in not having photos of neon, right? Oh, absolutely. Thanks for coming in, Susan. Thank you, Jay, for having me, Bradley. So, (laughs) uh, we... uh, you're a person who was laid off from your job, and it turned out to be a great thing, <laughs> right? A great thing because yes. that would not have this book would not exist without that. Exactly. Although it it yes, absolutely. It because was a kick in the stomach it was at first, a but kick to get me focusing on my photography, which is uh, something that anyone out there should remember. This, this is an example of there are huge sil- silver linings to getting laid off. So New England neon, not Boston neon. New England neon, because there's a lot of good neon in New England outside of Boston. And this way, you you get a better crop of neon to choose from, right? Absolutely. There's neon signs all throughout New England. You just have to know where to look for them. 617-254-1030. I know that you know of a neon sign. One thing that I notice is that there are a lot of signs that that I've seen in this book, and I would never have remembered that there were neon signs, like Blanchard's. I walk by Blanchard's hundreds of times. And I would never have taken note of the sign. I've seen it, never took note of it until I see it framed in this book. I know, and it's it's on the cover. It's a classic mid-century sign. It's it's really a wonderful sign. And I was the same way. I mean, I've lived in Brighton a long time, and I never, when I first moved here, never really realized what a classic, interesting sign it was. So I think your backstory is pretty interesting and a tale of encouragement for folks. You... Uh, Got laid off, and your passion or hobby or something you like to do is photography. And you probably had a camera and probably hadn't had a chance to use it. And then you said, I'm going to follow my heart, and I'm going to take photos, and I'm going to sell them at art markets and and things like that. And you did. And then somehow this idea of the, the New England neon or neon sign book popped into your head, or at least taking photos of neon signs. How did you make that transition? How did that go? Um, the transition from neon signs to nope, the book? No, to regular photos and then focusing on neon signs. Well, originally what happened was I started making fridge magnets. I started looking for neon signs so I could find individual letters so I could make alphabetical fridge magnets so people could spell out their names, 
spell out whatever they wanted, and I was selling those magnets at art markets. So I was chasing down neon signs, but I was really just focused on the parts, the letters. I wasn't looking at the whole sign. And then one day, I said, wait a minute, these signs are pretty cool. And so, easier, it's easier to take a photo of, the, of those signs, sell that, than it is to make letters, right? It's six of one, but um, people really respond to the signs, of, the photos of the signs, because it brings back memories for them. Yeah. So why do we love these signs? It's more than, the whole is more than the sum of the parts, I guess. Yeah, there's a few reasons why people love these signs, or I should say why I love these signs. One is just as a photographer, I love how they look. I especially love the old signs, the rusty signs, the ones with the peeling paint, the ones with the broken tubes. Just I, I love that look. But I also love how um, these signs are sort of, a lot of times, fairly unremarkable during the day, and then just you flip a switch, and they're stunning at night. They're spectacular. And I think that's really something special. I also like the way, um, as I was traveling around New England, I love the way these signs capture the quirkiness of New England. So you have signs for, you have neon lobsters. You have signs for um, package stores. You know, package stores is a New England thing. You have candle pin, neon candle pins. It's it's just so cool. Package stores are a New England thing? More or less. It's a Where do other states get their booze? Liquor stores. Is that is it a different thing or just a, another name? It's another name. Oh, package stores. Yeah. Yes, I'm from New Hampshire and I never understood the package store. Let's go get a package. Package of what? Yeah, the origin's a little what mysterious. What is the origin, do you know? Um, from what I've heard, it has something to do with prohibition, and they sold the um, they sold the liquor in paper bags. Did you get my package? Something like that. All right, New England Neon is the book. Susan Mara Brigman is with us, and let's talk a bit about what neon represents. It probably represents something now that it didn't represent when they were new. When they were new. What was the attraction then? I mean, why why did they become a thing then? I know there's more to it now with nostalgia and all, but what purpose did they serve then that other signs didn't? Well, when they were new, they were um, and people were mesmerized by them. When they first, um, the story is when one of the early signs was um, um, erected in Los Angeles, I think, back in the very late 20s. People just came for miles around to marvel at them because they just they called it liquid fire. They just could not believe what they were seeing, the, the, you know, the, the light, the movement. And, um, but it was an early 20th century technology, and um, all the stores had them, services, stores, and these stores were competing with each other for customers, and Neon helped people recognize them, and it helped attract customers. Now, is there some association between the interstate highway system and the ability to travel around in your car with a newfound wealth. Are you driving at night, maybe, and they want your business? Is that it? Well, I think that's part of it. Certainly on the highways, I think the neon signs were big and bold and bright, and they were attracting motorists. And that would be the story with um, you know gas station signs, like the Shell sign of right. Memorial Drive, um, or um, motel signs, which were designed to attract you know weary yeah. travelers. Um, Initially, there must have been highway oriented to grab people's attention and get you off the highway. And if I if I think look at it now, it's hamburgers which you can drive up and take away. It's diners, same thing. It's donuts. It's gas. It's 
Then it kind of moved into bowling alleys and stuff. I know. And dry cleaners. Dry, so everybody did Everybody neon. had neon. So let's let's break. And I'd love to hear from you folks. 617-254-1030. WBZ. Uh, come on now. You have... You all have your neon sign. You can think of one. And it, and the Citco sign doesn't count. That's too obvious. We'll, start, we'll take that out of the equation. Is there a particular sign that you go by every day that is a diner or one that you particularly like? I, I There's one here that's my favorite. And also I have my favorite that's not that I knew before the book. But Skip's, is it Skip's? The first one. Oh, yeah. Skip's Hamburgers. In the Maribek. best. In Merrimack? In Merrimack. Merrimack, Massachusetts. Yeah, the best. And Skip's still selling burgers? As far as I know. Wow. It and looked, curly the, fries. The sign looks very new. Uh, they may have re... You know, you can repaint them. You can replace the bulbs. You can replace the neon tubes and update them. Skip's is bright blue sign with a... A lot of times neons uh, paired up with the bulbs, like an arrow with a lot of bulbs that probably operate, operate synchronously. And then some of it's the small tubing... Like the neon tubes, Skip's hamburgers, the the some of yeah all I guess of the script or the lettering has neon and the arrow has the bulbs. Yeah, and that's a pretty common type of sign. It's got some great photos. You really are a good photographer, at least a f good photographer of neon. By the way, they're mostly taken in the day. You chose not to do them at night. I have a combination. As I said, I like them during the day. You can really see the details of the signs, and I think that's really interesting. So it's more about the lights, more about just the lights for, for the, you. It, it's about the signs. It's about what they signify. It's about the look of the signs, the details of the signs. Just roughly, how do these things work? How do neon signs work? Well, roughly, and I'm not a scientist, but roughly you have a glass tube that's filled with a noble gas like neon, and um, you have electrodes that send a current through the gas, and it, it, it lights up. There's something about these gases that light up with not too much electricity. If it yeah. was just air in there, it wouldn't work. Something about the Something o about the, the gas, the something about the atoms argon. in the gas, argon, neon, krypton. Interesting. And who makes them still? Are there artists that still make them? They must have to be repaired. Yes, there are absolutely. There are companies that still make them. Some of them are second and third generation companies. They're scattered throughout New England. There aren't as many as there used to be, as you can imagine. And a lot of the sign companies now do all kinds of signs. They do LED. They do you know plastic signs. They do neon signs. Neon by itself isn't enough anymore, probably, to keep most of these companies in business. I happened to notice on a recent trip to Portland, Oregon, I felt they had lots of cool, funky neon. They do. And maybe that you could travel out there, have that be an excuse to Portland, Oregon, and take pictures of there. That would be fine by the, me. Their neon. <laughs> and so which New England state seems to have the most? Is, uh, are they the ones in the, the states with lots of highway, like Connecticut? I would say Massachusetts does because it has the most population and the most population centers because that's where the signs are. But I was very surprised how um, many signs Rhode Island still has. For a small state, it has quite a number of neon signs. All right, let's talk to uh, Bill and Quincy. Hi, Bill. How's it going, Bradley? Going great. Say hi to Susan, our neon lady. <laughs> hi, Bill. Yeah, um, I, I've been thinking about, you know, back back in the day, the old uh, neon signs that I don't think too many people will remember. Uh, one was a city service sign. 
that was the precursor of the Sitco sign, right, in Kenmore Square? Yeah, mm -hmm. it was. Yeah, right over there. And yeah. then you had uh, you had the old uh, uh, the old Howard Johnson sign with the little guy with the chef hat. Oh, okay. So the pie man, the simple Simon one. Yeah. Where was that? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that was it was a uh, Howard Johnson's had that. All the restaurants they had. Oh, that. all of them had that. I see. All right. But there's but one in the book from the back bay. Oh, the back yeah. bay? Yeah. Okay. Is that yeah. where WBCN used to be? Right by Fenway? No. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Yeah, I'm not too sure either. And then, uh, and then Pegasus. That was a good one. Where okay. was that? The flying horse. The flying horse. The mobile. Uh, mobile gas stations. The mobiles. They were practically everywhere. They used to be at, you know, I can't remember exactly where, but... But they, that was quite common, you know, seeing that right up and way up in the air there, the, the, the Pegasus, the flying horse, the mobile gas station. Are all the Pegasuses gone? Pegasi? <laughs> Pegasi. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen too many lately, so I don't know if they're still yeah, around or not. I think collectors have scooped them up. I don't think they're in actual gas stations oh, these days. Oh, of course. Days. That's right. Well, thanks right, a lot, I Billy. Know. Thank you. Yeah. Take care, Bill. Now it's Mike in Chelsea. Mike, how you doing? Pretty good. How you doing? Great. Uh, my Hi there. This is fascinating. I just tuned in. My dad used to make neon signs. Really? Yes. He was a sign painter and a sign maker by profession. He uh, he did electricity. Um, he was actually started out as a cartoonist, but the war came around, so he had to do other things. And as a kid, I recall, he started getting into neon in the late 40s. And I used to go around with him in the 50s, holding a ladder and everything. But Neon, it, it, for him, it was so dangerous to work with, he got out of it. He would continually be cutting himself on the glass. And so he transitioned into just a lot of uh, cheap um, cardboard signs for grocery stores and things like that. It was it was faster to do and quite frankly, more profitable because the work and the labor that went into the neon was was really difficult. And so he was still getting requests for neon. So what he did was he contracted or subcontracted out the neon. He would design it, but he would subcontract the actual construction of the neon to a guy in Union Square in Somerville. Uh, I believe it was where that, uh, that uh, gas station is now. Um, Right on Washington Street. Did he work uh, out of Chelsea? He he worked out of Chelsea, but it was so difficult that he decided to just contract it out. Yeah. Um, and it was fascinating watching the guy in Union Square, and it was dangerous work with the gases and the, and the glass and everything. Yeah, there's and a lot, lot of those things on. were very fragile, and he, they'd be mounting them up on a building or something, and sometimes the, it would break, and they'd have to start all over again. Wow, what a yeah. what a bummer. <laughs> now, were you old enough uh, when he was working on the neon to understand how it worked and everything? Uh, he, I actually got into it maybe when I was eight or nine, and he started to phase out of it fairly quickly. Uh, but I did. He did take me several times to that guy in Union Square. He worked in a basement, and it was you walked in, and the smell was pretty toxic. Uh, and I guess in those days, nobody realized how toxic it really was. I don't know which gas they used back then, but or maybe they used multiple gases. 
but the guy was he, he had a immense skills um not my not my dad but the guy he contracted out to because he had to be a glass blower so my father would design the the thing uh, this guy would make the neon. My father would transport it back to his shop in Chelsea. He'd have a couple of guys wire it up and then mechanically screw the side together. Usually it was metal. Um, it was an immense un undertaking, actually. Must have been expensive. Do you happen to know how they got the gas in the tube and seal it up before the gas leaks out? Well, your guess would know more than me about that. Mm, mm, probably not. Would you? Um... I'm not no. sure I can answer that. Hell, there must be somebody but, out there that knows Somebody that. probably knows that better up. than I. I can look it up. I, I will I say do, that... I do remember... I'm sorry. I do remember, however, that that the letters on the sign all had to be connected. So the glass... And I noticed that, let's say it was an A to a B to a C. Well, the A had a little jog in it, and you could see where the glass had been thinned out slightly mm -hmm. and compressed slightly... And there was like a, it looked like a carbon ash mark. So in between the letters, you would see almost like burns in the glass in order to, to get the gas to flow from letter to letter to letter, A to B to C to the end of the word. Wow. It says here yeah, that sometimes they use argon mercury gas. And if that is the same mercury that's poison, that must have been a bummer, breathing that stuff. It, Probably was, yeah. It was amazing. As far as uh, science go, um, in fact, I went to the state archives to try to find a photograph of it, and there's only a, a, a helicopter or a balloon shot in black and white of the old Budweiser sign where the Charlestown Navy Yard is as it curves north on Route 1 over the bridge. It was this huge flying eagle with Clydesdales. It was unbelievable it, it, the colors were immense uh maybe somebody older than me can remember it but that sign was probably the biggest in new england and then there was the shell sign on memorial drive right uh, where those two there. Yeah. oh it is really well they did in they did convert it to led but it's still there and it still lights up but it's not wow. neon anymore but it's it's See, a great you can sign. find out about the budweiser sign it was unbelievable it was called a flying a it had an eagle yeah. Clydesdale horses a flying a and just kept changing people would just drive north and they were just transfixed i know i was it was unbelievable hey don't before you go away mike you'd probably know this do you remember on route one the old route one the mr peanut Sign. Yes. Was that, ne was, that, was that neon? It was a small, small drive-in. I've seen pictures of it on Google. I believe the Mr. Peanut was neon, but then they took it down. And then they, I guess they cheaped out. Maybe it, maybe it short -circuited. There was something before. They had, Mr. A guy, they had a guy in a peanut costume standing on the side of the road <laughs> waving. Really? That is cheaper. Uh, I remember it was something before it was a peanut thing, right? Was it the half dollar man or something? I don't know. I thought it was maybe oh, yeah. an ice cream store. It was maybe. a bar or something, I think. Half dollar? Oh, I, I need somebody yeah. from Route 1 area to check in. What what the heck oh, was that? Before I forget, before I forget uh, and your guest probably knows this, about 10, 15 years ago, there was an incredible neon show at the museum in Lexington, which is half buried under the ground. I forget the name of it. Oh, uh, the Museum of Battle American. Um, yeah. Yes, the American Museum on Battle Road. 
Did you see that exhibit? I did see that. That was a number of years ago. Yeah, that was that great. That was unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Have you seen the signs on the Greenway? No. No. Oh. oh. Are they new or old? They're, they're old signs that have been restored. They're from a private collection from a man named Dave Waller and his wife Lynn. And they lent them to the Greenway, and they've been on display. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Since May, I think. Oh, and wow. they're going to be there through April. There's about six or eight, and they're all old Massachusetts signs. And they're outdoors? They're outdoors. Even in the winter? Even in the winter. Wow. I can't wait to photograph them in the snow. <laughs> Which hey. part of the Greenway? Um, near, um, you know, Faneuil Hall, hey, that Market. end of the Greenway. Really? That little walkway. Oh, wow. Well, by or by the Marriott, that, that part. Oh, wow. I've got to take that in. You do. Mike, got to go, and I really appreciate that. Excellent, oh, excellent thank call. You. Thank you, buddy. Great thank show. Thank, thank you. you. Mike thank you. and Chelsea. There's Blanchard's in the book. We have Blanchard's, Weir's Beach, the Lobster Pot in Provincetown. See, I would never realize that the Lobster Pot had a neon sign. I just kind of took them for granted. Has a neon lobster, too. A neon lobster, which is one of your favorite things. Mm. And let's see, anything else there that I walked by? Well, I won't. Oh, Hilltop Steakhouse. That was neon? It was neon. It was a combination. It was neon and um, fluorescent, I believe, because it was from the 60s, and that was a transitional period. Now, where's that? Does they take it down, still up? What's the deal? Oh, the deal is it's being incorporated into a new development. A sign company in New Hampshire is currently dismantling it, cleaning it up, and um, replacing the letters with LED replicas, as far as I understand. LED replicas? All right. Oh, Regina, Pizzeria Regina. Yeah. In the North End. And modern pastry also. And modern pastry. Mm -hmm. Yes. I got to stop taking this stuff for granted. I like the gasoline signs. Hafner's gasoline. Yeah, that's it a fun kicks. one. It kicks. It's got a picture of a donkey. It's animated. The donkey kicks. Town Line Diner. Where's that? Watertown. Oh, Watertown. The town diner. Yeah. yeah. Miss Florence Diner. That's in Northampton. Oh, wow. Okay, here's one I didn't know. I know the sign. Didn't know it was neon. Maybe it's because I go in the day. China Pearl. Only a little piece of China Pearl is neon. The number number nine. nine. Yeah. Oh, no wonder. It's the address, 9 Tyler Street. Okay, here's probably one of the hidden in plain sight kings for me. Is it model or model? I hear both things. Uh, It was model to me, but I think a lot of people say model. I'll say model. It's better. The Model Cafe, right across from the Silhouette Lounge, and kind of. 
And Twin Donuts. And Twin Donuts in Union Square. Alston. Uh, Union Square, Alston. Oh, sorry, sorry, Alston. I call it Alston. I, I, yeah, Alston. <laughs> it's all the same to me, and I know that's terrible. Alston, Brighton. And Coolidge Corner Cinema. Yeah. Is Although, that- part of that is new. The neon, that's a new. The whole top of it, that was done um, after, the reno- after the theater was renovated. So how new? Uh, I'd have to check. You know, it's the weirdest thing. I was at Trader Joe's uh, uh, at the corner there, you know, in Coolidge, Coolidge corner. corner. And people were looking and pointing at the Coolidge Corner Cinema sign, and I thought, is something new up there? And then I saw the top part, and I thought, I never saw that before. That must be new, but it's not. This was just the other day. It had already been there. No, that's probably 20 years old at All this right. point. Susan, let's take a call from first Bob in Pennsylvania. Hello, Bob. Hiya. Hi. Uh, uh, I'd like to thank your guest for keeping history alive. Um, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, I can offer up a bit of science of how neon works. Beautiful. We Perfect. need that. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, if you're familiar with the drawing of an atom, which is basically the sun with planets circulating yep. in, in orbits, when energy hits one of the electrons, one of the planets, it bumps up in orbit. Then when it snaps back into its original orbit, it emits a photon of light, and that's where you see the colors. And the different gases will give you different colors. Neon gives you orange. And why, does, cr- why is that? Uh, just, I'm not sure the exact science of why the color is what it is. It has to it, do something with the speed, uh, probably, of the what, Yeah, it, it, it may be the number of electrons uh, in orbit gives, okay. gives uh, the different uh, colors. And why is it these gases in particular work? Because it's easier to bump the electrons off? Yes. What do you call yes. that? Unstable? Um, it's ionization. Okay. Is that, uh, but is, does the fact that they have their electrons easily bumped off make them what is called unstable? Um, I really wouldn't call it unstable. Okay. Okay. I, I'd maybe call it a little reactive, something like that. Um, but, you know, I, I don't follow that, that end of it that closely. That's cool. That's super. That's where science meets art, these neon signs, huh? Yeah, yeah. And, and the other way is the way you get the gas into the tube is you basically put a T-fitting on the end, and you vacuum out the air, pump in the gas that you want to use, and then heat the tube and squeeze it off, and then remove your uh, hose, and now you're full of uh, whatever gas you want. That seems tremendously difficult to me. Yeah, it, 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 it's an art. I really uh, appreciate this uh, science lesson. Anything else, Bob? No, that's about it. Cool. Well, thank you very much, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for helping us help keep history alive. Next, it's... Ned and Peabody. I bet you Ned knows about Mr. Peanut and the Half Dollar Man. Hiya, Ned. Hi, how are you? Yeah, I don't know much about neon, but I know the Mr. Peanut sign was the Half Dollar Bar. And um, I believe the sign is still around in some kind of a sign junkyard in Maine someplace. 
I thought Mr. Peanut was in Arkansas now or someplace like that. Oh, no kidding. No, last I heard sure. was quite a while ago. It was like oh, five or maybe even more years ago last I heard about somebody uh, said they saw it up in uh, Maine. But no, that was the half-dollar bar, the local watering hole for many of us West Peabodyites. <laughs> wow, so I, I have a picture of it here. Uh, was there any neon on it? I know none was working for quite some yeah. time, if there was. The the letters, in, I think, half and dollar and bar, and then probably cocktail and lounge, too. And then something down below, actually. And <clears throat> I forgot this. But beside it was a do uh, like a an equally tall thing of a man with a tuxedo and a shiny yeah, top hat. Yeah, the Mr. Peanut Man with the top hat. Yeah. Well, he became Mr. Yeah, Peanut Man he later. Became, now he's did. just Mr. Mr. Tuxedo man. man. But I don't know <laughs> if he had any uh, neon on him or not. Not that I remember, anyways. Uh, Any time that I've been there, there there wasn't any neon working at all, and that was from the '70s on. I don't remember any of the lighting working on it at all. But uh, yeah, and they just knocked that bar down about. Oh, somewhere around five or more years ago. So that was a local, a local kind of place where you just have a couple of dudes with their face kind of, just kind of yeah, staring well, at the beer. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, cheap beers and a lot of stories I could tell about that place and cheap drinks and uh, yeah, it was uh, quite the place. It's an old man bar, which is my favorite kind of thing. Well. Yeah, I guess if I don't know, I was there in my thirties and whatnot. And, still, uh, still, it's a, when you go in there, you're an old man. Yeah, I, well, it was a very fifties-looking uh, place too. It got really run down, like you, you know, didn't use the bathroom and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for the update on that, man. Thank you very much. Take care. Take care. Bye bye. Uh, we are. With Susan Myra Bregman, got this really cool book about New England neon signs. Uh, some of them you know, some of them you don't. And uh, you can get this online at Amazon and all those places. And the other ones, all of the famous stores, you can, it's right in there. That's cool. I bet these stores love having this kind of book in there. Well, it makes a great gift. That's right. And we have that season coming up in only a few months. So now it's Charlie in Marlboro. Hello, Charlie. Hey, Bradley. Soon to be Charlie from Athol. Uh, moving up there to probably the end of the week. I used, um, to, I used to hang it out up there. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Oh, it's a lovely area. Uh, it's also where we could afford, and hey, it works. It's actually a couple of things going on. It'll work out. First, uh, the first question I have is, what was the title of your book again, ma'am? It's New England Neon. Okay, thank you. I am going to put that into my Barnes & Noble wish list so I can uh, get a copy at some point. Um, second, you were asking about skips up in Amesbury. Uh, they are still very much in business. They have a great big car show every year in July, and I try to go to it most years. They have between three and 400 cars show up all around their property. It's right on Route 110, and yes, it is in kind of a residential area. Uh, the food's very good. Prices aren't too bad. Um, 
it's worth going out to it's worth going up to go check out and if you can make their mega cruise which is that big show uh bring a camera and plan on spending an afternoon there you'll enjoy it the other thing that i was wondering about was I was actually driving through Boston a couple of weeks ago. I ended up having to pick up a friend in Somerville to go over to uh, a function in downtown. And I don't know quite what I did, but I did it. And I ended up going down near the Rose Kennedy Greenway. And I saw a whole raft of neon signs of restaurants that I've heard about that predated me. And I was wondering if you knew what was going on with those and if they were still there. I would like to try and get back and get some pictures of them. Um, yes. It's an exhibit that the Greenway has. It's called Glow. Um, these are signs. I think it's about eight signs. They're from a private collection, the collection of Dave and Lynn Waller. And mm -hmm. um, they, um, Dave collects and restores signs, and he lent them to the Greenway, and um, there's like the European restaurant, you probably saw that yep, one. Yep, I saw that one, and the and Flying Sun Yankee. And, and the Flying Yankee, which is an awesome sign, if the, an yes. when the animation's working, it's spectacular. The um, Fontaine's Chicken, I don't know if you remember that one. Oh, yeah. Um, from Route 1, in um, sort of on the West Roxbury-Dedham line. Okay, um, yep. And... Um, a few others. Um, state line potato chips is there. Yep, I thought I. Yep, I thought I saw. I thought I saw a state line sign. Yeah, and um, there's a motel, the Siesta Motel, which used to be on Route One, kind of near the Kowloon, and um, okay. a couple of others. And it's really, it's a wonderful exhibit. The signs light up, there, you know. And yep. um, I believe it's been extended through April 2019, so it's definitely oh, worth. Oh, good. It. So I'll have a chance to get back there probably in the next month or so before it gets entirely too cold to stand around outside <laughs> taking pictures and I think I will do I think I will do exactly that. Mm -hmm. It uh I thought it was a a nice thing to see uh to see a homage to a lot of the uh many local legendary businesses that people still people my parents age or not quite that old even still talk about and I would think that another guest of Bradley's Periodically, Mr. San San Marco, San G. Marco. Anthony San Marco, yeah. Yes, he. Uh, I, I would think that he'd probably be enjoying that as well. Yes, absolutely. Uh, oh, I'm sure. He's going to do a book on the combat zone at my suggestion, and I noticed that there's a the Pilgrim had a neon sign. Ah, definitely. Ah, yeah. yeah. I have to, I have to go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get back. Like I'm gonna get back there with the camera and get a few pictures of that and. Uh, make arrangements to do so. Thank you for the information. Good luck with the book. Thank you very much. See that? Thank you. Have a good evening. Well, that's nice. You got some big fans. So I noticed that Thayer's Inn on in Littleton had a neon sign. I didn't know that. I stayed there. That's where I stay. Ah, and I go okay. there. Cabot Cinema up there in Beverly, right? In Beverly, yeah. Then the, the Combat Zone, they probably had a bunch down there. Pilgrim Theater, where they had some uh, Wilbur Mills. Yeah, Fanny Fox, Fanny Fox shenanigans <laughs> in 1974. Yeah, those were the days. Um, and um, there was another one. And Playland. Um, Playland, the um, first gay bar, the oldest gay bar in Boston. Really? I'm trying yeah. to figure out where exactly that was. Did that become another bar? Oh, wow. It was on Essex Street, I think. Yeah, that's Is that on the other side of Beach Street? Uh, I, must have it, I must have it wrong. Essex is kind of parallel to Beach. Okay. Yeah. And there's Twin Donut and Cane Donut and the Boston Wharf Industrial 
real estate sign. Har- uh, Harvey in Rhode Island. Hi, Harvey. Good morning. I have a question for your guest, Susan. Susan, there were three non-chain pizza parlors within three miles of my house. Two of them have the, the Coca-Cola sign, you know, the neon sign. It's a very soothing color. It's almost like a nostalgic effect. The other one has what I call a garish neon display. It's the name of the, the, the uh, store. And it's like the lights are so bright. It's not the color so much as the intensity of the brightness of the bulbs. And I'm thinking, what would cause something like that? And why would anybody want to have that kind of a sign? It's almost I'm like gonna, it's assaulting my vision. Because I remember what our science guests talked about. And I would say that it's probably the combination of the choice of gas and the intensity of the electricity. I'm guessing the more electricity you jam through there, the brighter it gets. And so the other two places, it's like I go back to 1950s and 60s when I used to go to the barber shop and they had those old Coca-Cola red and white chests where you could get a bottle of Coke for 10 cents. They probably want to be more noticeable and don't care so much about being soothing. It's also mm-hmm. possible the brighter one maybe was replaced with LEDs, which are much brighter yeah. than neon. That's possible also. And maybe it doesn't have dust on it. Maybe they cleaned it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting answer there. Well, that last comment. Thanks, Harvey. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Uh, we have Laura in New Hampshire. Hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Yep. Oh, good, good. Hi, Bradley. Hi, Susan. Hi, Laura. Hi. I just want to tell you, I think I just I'm just tuning in now, so I think someone probably mentioned Cane's Donuts and Saugus. Just in passing, but that's in the book, right? Yeah, that's in the book. That's a lovely sign. Oh, oh, I love that place. You got to try the Bismarcks. <laughs> Speaking of Saugus, <laughs> did is Carl's Sausage Kitchen and European Market have a hot dog with neon around the edge? Oh, because I'm, I'm looking sure. at a sign, I can't tell. It looks like there's neon on around the edge. I can't tell. But I've never been in the Carl's Sausage Kitchen in European Market. I mean, it's just a, quite a chore to stop on Route 1 for me. I'm zip, zipping by. I, maybe I should have stopped in. Well, thank you. Yes, Cane's Donut. That's a good one, Laura. Thank you. Yeah, thank now you. That was Joe and Hudson. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. Hello, Bradley. Love your show. Love your great topics. And Susan, thank you for a fantastic topic tonight. Um, I am a transplant from the New York area, uh, North Bronx, Yonkers line, and have been traveling to and from since 1980. And I would just call out to New England for Red Arts on Route 84. Used to be called 86. Uh, It was a mobile station with a neon sign and, you know, pull off the highway, get gas. And it was also a place you could probably get your car repairs if you were broken down. But Red Arts on the old Route 86, 84, coming out of Sturbridge going south to Hartford was a fantastic uh, spot for a neon sign and a welcome home. I don't know that one, but I'll have to check it out. Thanks for the heads up on yeah. that, Joe. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you what. I think it's no longer existent, but there's some history there. But Red Arts Mobile was, a, it was the Flying A, Red Arts Mobile, and fantastic spot. But it's it's no longer in existence, so it, it would be history. Well, thank you. Thank you. You're gonna, you need to get this, right. you need to get this book to, because there's a lot of great signs in here. Oh, I'd love to. I'd like Ween Orama. Ween Orama. That's my favorite. In Rhode Island. Please, please mention the name of the book, etc., so I can get it. New England Neon.
Okay. New awesome. England Neon Thanks. by Susan Mara Bregman, B-R-E-G-M-A-N. And you can buy it directly from her if you want. And and I will you, sign it for you oh, if you do. So that'll be cool. Um, you can oh. get it direct from me from my website, which is rednickel.com. So it's red like the color, nickel like the five-cent piece, like the money, one word, dot com. Rednickel.com. Oh. That's a good That's a good name. Yeah. Well, thanks Fantastic. a lot, Joe. I love, I love your show, and I love all the late-night WBZ stuff, including Dan Ray and Morgan and everybody. All right. good stuff. Beautiful. I'm glad we can be here for you. Take care, Joe. All right. It's nice to be liked. So thank you very much for coming by. It looks like you're a big hit. Oh, thank you. I hope that uh, we can get this book in the hands of a bunch of people because I re- it's something that if anybody is, grew up around here, they would love this because there's nobody that doesn't know any of these signs. And we only got to a few of them. We didn't. We barely got out of Massachusetts. We barely got out of Massachusetts, and we didn't talk about the we – did, we did mention Wienerama, but there's also New York system – New York system, hot wiener sandwiches, eat. I know. The, you know, the, it, there's some, that's a Rhode Island thing. All right. That's a Rhode Island thing. Thanks again. WBZ. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.